Hey guys, Anthony here, and this is SaaS Stories. On today's episode, we're sharing the story of how one startup in Boston is using artificial intelligence to transform the way big companies hire new people. If you're in charge of recruitment at an enterprise company, you know just how time-consuming and costly the whole process can be. You advertise for one job and hundreds, sometimes thousands of candidates apply for it. And this can lead to a difficult experience for both the employers and the potential candidates. The job seeker is in an opaque world. So they don't know what's going on on the other side of the wall. They don't have any uh, means to improve their results, improve their performance, improve their game, if you will. And on the other side, you've got the companies and staffing firms who are not able to find the people they need. That was Nachi Junanka. Nachi's the founder and CEO of Avrio, a Boston-based startup on a mission to transform the recruitment process of big companies by using artificial intelligence. His goal is to make a meaningful impact to the world of recruitment. And according to Nachi... It's very rare to find a business or a company that has a very large-scale opportunity you know, globally, as well as a meaningful opportunity to make a significant impact in general. Nachi was born in India to an engineer father and a college professor mother, which led to a love of reading and intellectual pursuits. And reading is something that's continued to run in Nachi's family to this day. My kids, I have two of them, they love to read as well. And it really is a benediction to be able to read for pleasure. This pursuit of knowledge inspired Nachi to head to the United States as a young man to apply for college. And this is really where he began his journey into the world of entrepreneurship. In fact, there's a cute story about that. When I was doing my master's thesis and I was writing that paper, I was working with the local tech CEO, who was a pretty bright guy, and he had offered me a job at the time. And for some reason, I wasn't fully convinced that I should be working with, with that particular company. Uh, I like the people, but I'm not sure. I don't actually remember consciously why I made that choice. What happened was my first year goal when I started the first company was to make uh, $65,000 because that was the you know trade-off that I made. And in the first year, my company's revenue was about a million dollars. Nachi's first company grew so fast that he found himself spending most of his time trying to firefight problems that came up and he had no time to just stop and take stock. One big lesson he learned from this was the importance of building a great team around you to support your idea, as well as the need to put in constant hard work. And since then, Nachi has gone on to found four companies in total. I gave a talk at Microsoft in Cambridge, Massachusetts sometime uh, about a year and a half ago, and somebody asked me, what is the one thing about building companies that you'll, you'll tell us? And I said, well, it's one of the hardest things you'll ever do. And so if you like to do hard things every day, do it. If you don't like to do hard things, don't do it. <laughs> As the CEO of Avrio, it's Nachi's job to solve one of the biggest headaches global companies face, the issue of getting the right people into the right positions. So what is the recruitment process? The recruitment process is the sort of the entire workflow on the company side and then the experience on the candidate side. It's a process Nachi feels isn't currently working. So it's a lose for the candidates because they live in an opaque universe. They don't know why they're missing out on these opportunities. They never hear back. Companies are also suffering too, as large recruitment websites like Indeed and Read have made it easier than ever for candidates to send in applications, meaning companies can be left with dozens of candidates who haven't properly reviewed the job requirements. And so that creates a deluge of mismatched candidates. 
And now somebody has to sort through those candidates. I know that Bank of America gets over a thousand applicants per job. And, you know, all you need is one and you have to sort through a thousand. And that hurts the efficiency of the recruitment process and the recruiters themselves. You know, it's frustrating. That's why you see all kinds of statistics like six seconds is all you got to review resume and so forth and so on. So it was from Nachi's own experience with recruiting for his own companies and his observations of the problems in the recruitment market that inspired him to come up with a solution and build a team to solve this problem. One case in particular was his own cousin's struggle. I have a cousin. He's an environmental engineer, very bright kid. And uh, I shouldn't say kid, um, but very bright guy. (laughs) And he, you know, when he graduated college, he sort of lost his way. He wasn't sure what the opportunities were and things like that. And he ended up getting a job as a loan analyst at some bank. And he hated every day of his life. You know, I mean, he was depressed for four years. You know, so you hear about your pain, people's pain, and you figure out, well, this is not a way to do this thing. (laughs) There are much, much better ways of doing this thing. Using his technical and entrepreneurial skills, Nachi is putting together a world-class team at Avrio, and they've come up with a unique solution to this problem using artificial intelligence. What we came up and we said, look, if we could find a, a way to leverage data on both sides and artificial intelligence in the middle, in the middle as in to work the, to work the data, to say, look, we can take these thousand applications per job, we can analyze that data, we can analyze the jobs data, can analyze your historical data. So smash the candidate data against the job data, so to speak, and figure out who bubbles to the top and then communicate with them using our machine and say, hey, you know, you really bubbled to the top here. You scored an 85 in our system and we'd love to chat with you about this particular opportunity. And that is a, a powerful story because essentially what you're doing is you're saying to the recruiters that, We know your job is hard, and we know you have no time. We know you're drowning, and we know you can't be responsive to these thousand people per job. So we're going to take off all the stuff that you don't need to be doing and, and let the machine do it. Their solution is based on making sure both the human and technological resources used in the recruitment process are being utilized as best they can be. One of the prongs of our thesis is to let the humans do what they're best at and let machines do what they're good at. And the reason we say that is because humans are good at relationships and uh, they really ought to be focused on building those relationships, working with clients, working with candidates and so forth and so on. Whereas machines are good at looking at data and doing the analysis and, you know, algorithms are good at doing the, the matching. And then, you know, we can have a, an intelligent conversation based on that, you know, the result of those, those processes uh, in our system. The second prong of their thesis is to support both users of the platform, the employers and the candidates. And there's something the team at Avrio are very passionate about. Having a candidate engaged in the process, having them uh, feel empowered, feel like they're getting a response, feel like they're getting some insight into the process, some transparency into the process, gives significant advantage to the employer as well. They get uh, much more current data about this individual as it stands today and not from two years ago. They get a 
sort of a positive feeling uh, from the individual candidate about the company or the brand, if you will, uh, as to, okay, these people are really, they, you know, they give a shit. They're not just <laughs> providing lip service. They're actually giving me helpful information to make, make a difference. So how does the technology actually work? So one is on the candidate side, right? One thing is if you apply to job X and say you score a 25, right? We will tell you, hey, Zavi, you applied to a job X and you scored a 25, but we have job Y at the same location, same company where you're scoring a 75. Would you like to be considered for that job? Think about that. <laughs> Sounds impressive, right? But this got us wondering, how accurate is their technology? The machine is reasonably accurate, and we, we have a lot of new stuff going in on the AI side, which we have very high hopes for. Uh, so the matching is reasonably accurate at the moment. It's going to get better and better with every iteration. Natchez, however, keen to point out that while the machine is quite accurate and can act in a very human-like manner, it's still a machine and he's not setting out to pass the Turing test. We're not trying to, you know, fool anybody into thinking that this is a person. There are a lot of misconceptions about the growth of AI, including fears that it could replace the human workforce. This got us wondering how Natchez views perceptions of artificial intelligence. It's a wonderful tool and we have to use it appropriately. If you look at nuclear technology, we've used it in medicine and we use it in other things to do good stuff. But in general, we haven't really used it to do good stuff, right? And so humans don't have a great record of using great, powerful tools to do good stuff. There's a lot of applications of the science of AI, if you will, as well as the practice of AI. Uh, and my general feeling is and thinking is that we ought to be very careful in how we make these decisions because we don't have a great track record of making good decisions as a human community and we ought to be careful with this thing. Having said that, Nachi believes that AI has significant potential in the coming years to improve the workplace and sophisticated AI has the edge over other forms of automation by being able to think about problems. So when his AI matches people to jobs, it takes on a unique cognitive burden. It's interesting stuff, but how does the team at Avrio implement their solution? We go into a company and through an API, we quickly take their data from the, usually from the applicant tracking system and or the recruitment CRM system. And for this, the company doesn't have to do anything. And once that data comes in, we analyze the data and we look at it and we say, okay, are we getting all the stuff and is it going ending up in the right places in our system? And are we able to mirror some of the logic and, and things like that from the data that we're getting, getting into the system? Once all this is done, the system can then go to work and do its thing. Analyze data and match and chat with users. Really impressive stuff. So what does the customer have to do to get the most out of Avrio's system? What they have to do is they have to make some decisions about, for example, we have pretty detailed uh, settings for and configurations for what is the score at which you want to have the chatbot reach out with these people. Some might say, I want my threshold to be low for this job because there aren't enough applicants. Some might say, you know, I want my threshold to be 90 because I'm getting thousands of applicants for this job, <laughs> you know. So depending on that scenario, you can sort of calibrate the system and it's dynamic so you can change it anytime you want and experiment with it to see what's the most effective thing for you 
Uh, and really, you know, within, you know, a matter of weeks, we, we can deliver results that are, that are compelling. Once everything is up and running, customers can see some of their key metrics going up within the first year of using the system. So, for example, in staffing firms, they have the quality submittals per day type metric, which is basically, um, am I submitting, is each individual recruiter submitting to quality candidates for the positions that, that matter to the client? And because we can do, you know, millions of matches per day, we can dramatically increase that. Also, in the long term, users can expect dramatic reductions in the time and costs of hiring. Hearing Nachi's story today, it's clear to see that he and the team at Avrio are really passionate about revolutionising how companies recruit new staff and making the whole process better for both employers and candidates. Has this made you think about how you do your own recruitment? And do you think AI would take the pressure off in your business? It's clear, though, that Nachi sees a bright future for artificial intelligence. We expect that in the long run, we will have a very positive, significant impact, both on the company's uh, recruiting process. uh, Sorry, three things. The the company's recruiting processes, the recruiters' jobs and lives themselves, so they'll have a better situation overall, they'll have better work, and for the individual candidates. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of SaaS Stories, and we'd like to thank Nachi for taking the time to chat with us. If you'd like to learn more about Avrio and how they're using AI in recruitment, you can find more at their website, goavrio.com, or get in touch with Nachi personally with any questions. Next time on SaaS Stories, we'll be looking at how to get referrals without asking for them with Stacey Brown-Randall. Thanks for listening and looking forward to seeing you next time.